0: The Retrogasmic Podcast is brought to you by rosemary.nz, a one-woman business that designs and makes beautiful hot rod, rock and roll, and Kiwiana themed men's shirts. Hop onto rosemary.nz and see the vast selection of fabric choices and designs. That's rosemary.nz. We interrupt this program to give you a bulletin just received from one of our naval units at sea. A large object traveling at supersonic speed is headed over the north Atlantic.
1: Once a normal, voluptuously beautiful woman, she drove into a nightmare of horror and saw descending from the sky... Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. I feel retro-gasmic Retro-gasmic retro
0: And Martin Robotman Horsepool And I'm, I know I'm going to get your name right this time Because I've practised yeah. Horsepool Yes,
2: indeed. It's the same as a carpool, but with a horse.
0: Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, share yeah, share, share a horse on the inside lane, and uh, you can chop the traffic. I get it exactly. So, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You are our first first co-host. Um, yeah.
2: Thank you as well. Thanks. For, thanks for the invite.
0: Ah, oh, no, pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Um, the New Zealand kind of. Uh, Audience will know you from Dirty Murder, the, the low fire skiffle punks. Yeah, uh, you've been on the show before, um, <clears> and <throat> most of them will know of your your uh, your, your robot career, shall we say? But uh, um, just for our overseas, especially our American uh, audience, just g- give us a little bit of a background on how you got into basically making retro robots.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I do wear several hats. I must admit. <laughs> To admit, but certainly for the for the robot building that I do um, uh, I've always been influenced by sort of like tin toy robots from the 1960s when I was a child yeah. and I've always fancied having a big collection of like robots and then I had a, like a eureka moment where I realised that I can convert my drawings which are a little bit technical drawing and a bit sort of cartoony, I could convert my drawings into real, real life by making my own sort of robots
0: Okay, so, so did, you, did you see something at an exhibition or did you, did you see a, a movie or something? What made you think that, hang on, I can make these into a, like a 3D things Because I know you use um, bits of vintage furniture and, and radios and cars and yeah. you know, 1950s kind of dials and stuff. Um, well, you kind of had that laying around. What, what stimulated you to kind of start repurposing all that stuff?
2: Well, uh, I've always been interested in like um, junk sculpture because I I used to go to the Glastonbury Festival in the early nineteen eighties and there was a there was a group of like like big industrial sculptors there called uh, Mutoid Waste Company and they made like really like mega mega uh, uh, like big sculptures and they were a bit sort of Mad Max at the time of like Mad Max One mm-hmm. so, and I got inspired by that but something I saw an exhibition in New Zealand like. Maybe like 12 or 13 years ago, where somebody had used as a sculptor called uh, Greer Twist, and he'd used household um, like household items of like um, like picture hooks and door handles, and he, he'd used those to to create some artwork. And I thought, oh, I know what I can do because I've got a quite a, um, a healthy collection of like retro and vintage. Stuff. stuff lying around ready you know ready for me to fix it you know to stick in the house because we do collect
0: things yes. like- so so i mean anyone that hasn't seen your your stuff uh obviously people are listening and they can do a quick google on their phone or whatever if you go to it's buggy robot b u g g y robot buggyrobot.com isn't it your website
2: yeah that's right and you've,
0: uh, you've a, hundreds of, of of your kind of creations on there, and uh, I mean they're just they're just fantastic. Um, thank you. What, what <laughs> you, you you? I mean, I, yeah, I, I love robots. I'm a real, obviously, a vintage <laughs> movie freak, and I've got a, I've got a few of my own. What what um uh, what what fascinates me about your stuff is that it it it's kind of got that um. Believable Frankenstein thing to it, in that everything seems to be the bolted or riveted, or you know, there's no kind of it's not like oh, I've just got some stuff and welded it until it looked right. Mm. You've actually used the actual things themselves in situ to create your characters. I mean, that that must take some real doing sometimes.
2: Um, yeah, it's funny. I do tend, I do tend to have quite a vivid imagination. And uh, combining that with like uh, like an adoration and a, a love of um, like vintage industrial design and, and objects of that sort of an age and a patina, and uh, and my strive towards trying to trying to build robots to um, be similar but totally different to the Japanese tin toy robots from the sixties, yeah. but I have my own sort of uh, my own sort of twist. To them, and, and I, I do try to give them all in their sort of individual personalities. You know, they're all a little bit quirky. There's, all, there's obviously something wrong with each one of them.
0: You know, yeah, yeah. But the, think, the, the thing I like is that they, they, they've definitely got. And you can see, um, you, you know, you can see one of your robots and know it's one of yours, absolutely. And I think yeah. that's a real. You know, it, it's almost. Uh, you know, it's almost like they're inhabitants of the same kind of slightly... I mean, if, if someone made a TV series out of this, like a stop-motion TV series, and, and used all your um, creations, none mm. of them would be out of place. They all look like they're mm-hmm. from the same world, you
2: know? Yeah, yeah. They, they all in, in my memory, they're all in the same demented robot world that they sort of cohabit, and they all have their own little individual jobs in there, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of, like, interrelated, and they have, like, similar features, but they're all different, you know? How
0: many how many robots do you think you've made over there? Because you've been doing this, what, about
2: 12 years? 12 years since I started making my first one. Um, I was trying to work it out. Um, way over 350 robots I've built. None of them do anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I thought some of them had... Uh... Some of them
2: have like working things, but most of them are just like sculptural, okay. just the looks, of aesthetics. They won't vacuum your house for you, <laughs> <laughs> so they're obviously very low maintenance as well.
0: Now, um, I know that you had—we've um, talked about this before—you about a fifth of your. Output is done as commissions, so people have approached you and yeah. uh, you know either private clients or, or galleries and said, "Look, mm. we'd we like you to make, us a robot that fits this criteria." What's, yeah. what's what's some of the kind of crazy things people have asked you to do? Um, uh,
2: um, I've I've got a, uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I've I've done several. We, we didn't we didn't come across this one before, but I've done several like commissions from. Uh, where somebody in their family has died. It's usually an older member and it's usually like a grandfather or father figure and he's been, he's he's sort of passed away and the family has been left with a shed full or like a garage full of all of his old bits and pieces. So that's me to particularly put something together to represent him.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. What a wonderful
2: idea. As a living sort of um, like a shrine memory kind of thing. Yeah them to remember the person yes. so I try and find out as much information as I can you know what they look like whether they're big tall small what, what their hair was like whether you smoked a pipe yeah. and just try and put the, some of those quirky little bits and pieces you know in, in it without being too obvious
0: that's that's fantastic that's absolutely
2: and, wonderful yeah I've done that uh, several times and it, sometimes it ends in tears for all of us you know it's quite an emotional attachment
0: no I bet I bet that's before cool. I get
2: involved in it it's yeah. like it's, you, it's you, ma-
0: you mentioned to me your uh, um previously that you had a uh, you did a, a big exhibition over in manhattan in the states or yeah. and you ended up making some um fairly uh, uh tricky kind of custom pieces yeah. for that T- tell us a bit about that
2: um i've got a good mate who's like an expat new zealander lives in new york and he um through his connections he Opened a few doors, been pestering. He pestered me. Said, "Come on, have an exhibition in New York." And then he pestered me so much. Said, "Okay, I'm going to actually do this." So we did it. And then, and but I, uh, so we, yeah, we had like an amazing show in New York uh, three years ago, and it was a sellout. But previous to that, he he's been badgering me, and I've been making personalized ones for him. So I made uh, one as uh, I made like a, a robot cat. Like a cat, to to, and he's a really really difficult client. I love him to to bits, but he knows he's he's, he tortures me with his wishes. You know, (laughs) it's like back into back. I show him what I'm building, and he says, "Oh, I don't like the body. I don't like the legs. Don't like the head." But apart uh, from that, it's perfect. Try again. But I did make him like the first one I built for him was like amazing. He, He wanted like a. 1970s London punk rock robot, a bit like Sid Vicious, Johnny Rotten style. And and, uh, after a bit of back and two, back and two, back and two, where he didn't like the head, the body, and the legs, I made this – it probably stands about two feet high, mohawk, like a really big bung eye. He's got studs. He's got, like, studded shoulders. It's an old – uh, it's like an old green first aid tin, and on the front of it, I've got "Destroy," which is made out of uh, typewriter, um, <laughs> out of the typewriter key things, yeah. and bondage trousers, and like a, a a bum, like a tartan bum flap, which yeah. is made out of um, um, an old uh, vacuum flask, you know, thermos flask. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's
0: utterly that's, that's really fantastic, and it was late when he eventually got it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah! So, totally chuffed. It was, it was a great pleasure to make something, but it's certainly more of a challenge for me. I just can't make a generic thing and yeah. put it out there
0: for sure. So, look, um, I always ask guests um, to pick a few songs. Oh, um, yeah. I think, uh, as we've just talked about your, your 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 big punk rock robot. Let's have the, the first one of your selection. So, this is uh, this is. <sighs> It's not really the Sex Pistols, is it? It's Sid Vicious, really, isn't it? This is a kind of a commercial. Let's ride the punk wave and throw yeah. a sing- throw a single out. So it's it's ostensibly the Sex Pistols, yeah. but really it's, it's and it was definitely
2: the rock and roll swindle.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So this is Sid Vicious's version of "Come on, everybody." big show coming up or it's kind of a, a cross between an exhibition a pop-up gallery and a and a shop is it in the central auckland
2: yes yes indeed it's it, it's it's in amongst the cluster of restaurants and retail in ponsonby central which is like you know central sort of retail in auckland Yeah, it's like yeah.
0: For, for our overseas listeners it's like the uh that uh, one of the art the arty sections of, of, of town and um it's a lovely kind of was it a 30s building ponsonby central
2: um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure of its um, origins because things have changed a lot around there.
0: Yeah, possibly. So, so from the 14th yeah. to the 20th of October, is that right? 14th, yes. So on the, oh, on the 14th, and the the, the the preview, if you like, and that's to come what five o'clock onwards, just clock, an evening yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, and that runs for a week.
0: And you're going to be there during the day throughout the week, answering yeah. people's questions. And, and yeah, work. I'll be there about
2: nine to five during the week, and, and let will them... be doing
0: some work as well. So you'll be building some yeah. stuff live for people.
2: Yeah, I'll be doing some paintings, some illustrations, some like technical drawings. I might even build some robots or whatever just to fill up my time
0: yeah well we, we should mention to people that if they're interested in seeing your work apart from hopping on to baggy robot we will uh we will be going to the exhibition and we'll be taking a video camera with us so there'll be, yeah. some, there'll be some video footage of, of everything that goes on up on our page but um also i think it's worth mentioning your i mean i, I love your illustrations as well the, right. your drawing and, and uh uh, um you know, you do greetings cards and things like that, of course. But you're, you're halfway through um, a book, aren't you? Now, you, you, yeah, sh- you show yeah. me a bit of it. And it's kind of it, – it's a kid's book in that it's quite simple um, and it's a presentation. And, and the illustrations are, are just wonderful. I mean, laugh out loud wonderful. Um, so it will be great fun for the adults to read to the kids. Yeah but there's, there's kind of it, it's it's got an interesting twist to it i mean how far along the line is that project
2: um i think um, i started i probably started to work on it maybe about a, a year ago I had an idea of thought oh, you know wouldn't mind writing a children's book and then I started um messing around with some illustrations and I, I do a lot of like watercolor drawings and 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 sort of creating these characters but a lot of the characters in the book are uh, from people I actually know, there's like an Andy who runs a scrap yard, there's a Mr. Glynn who's got a guitar repair. Uh, yes. You know, you probably know him too. I oh,
0: know Mr.
2: Glynn, yeah. Yeah, so there's a, there's like a story, and it's basically, it's a story about a guy who makes robots. Funny that. Yeah. And then- and each individual chapter is about a part of a robot, you know. So, and and it's the sort of side story of each individual component I mean, I, as I, as I, a little chapter, you know. Just,
0: just, just flicking through it, there was some wonderful. Um, the uh, the Russian spy story looks fantastic <laughs> with the and the exploding sandwich and and, yeah, and yes. just just you know it's it's, it's Epically entertaining. I do hope this 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 happens because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's yeah. as good as everything else you've been doing. I mean, it, 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 it will be great fun. Um, oh, the, you. uh, you've obviously got a real, you know, a real kind of love of of all things, kind of old-fashioned and, and retro and vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, give us another song. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned you're a bit of an Eddie Crockham fan
2: yeah um uh I've, I've I gave you a couple of like, Eddie Cochran tracks there was a come on everybody and um oh God I can't remember what the other S- one was.
0: summertime blues i've got here oh yeah it? yeah, yeah. Um, that's 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 teed up on the on on the uh the retrogram gramophone so if you like we can play that
2: yes there ain't no cure for that. that'd
0: be <laughs> good
1: I'm going to raise a holler About working all summer Just to try to earn a dollar yeah, Every time I call my baby Try to get a date My boss says No dice, son, die. you gotta work late Sometimes I wonder What I'm going to do But there ain't no cure For the summertime, My mom and papa told me, son, you gotta make some money now, If you wanna use a the car to go, we're next Sunday Oh, well, I didn't go to work told oh, the boss, I was sick Now well, you can't use a car cause you didn't work or live Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do But there ain't no cure for the summertime I ever find vacation? I'm gonna take my problem To the United Nations Well, I called my congressman And he said, "Quote, I'd like to help you, son But you're too young to vote Sometimes I wonder What I'm gonna do But there ain't no cure For the summertime blue
0: I mean, you must have a house absolutely crammed full of um, nuts and bolts and dials and uh, Bakelite radios and and washing machines and hubcaps. And I mean, you know, house prices in Auckland are, as everyone knows, are insane. So, yeah,
2: off the scale of...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, where, where do you store it all? Because to produce um, 350 robots, are you constantly getting new stuff in that you try and use as quickly as possible? Or, or do you yeah, just add it to your hoard And
2: Sometimes it's out of control, you know, because people, you know, because I can't stop myself from buying stuff, you know? Yeah. And then people, give, people donate things to me, and if I see something that's brilliant, I just can't turn my nose up at it. So I'm almost at saturation points I've got um I've got a shelving unit underneath the house which is like 1 two, th- 1 2 like three stacks of shelves with probably 16 or 20, you know, those plastic stacking boxes, yeah, like, yeah. full full of components, like, there's, th- like, three or four boxes full of, like, things that could potentially be robot heads, and then yeah. there's another couple of boxes of robot arms, you know, and then there's, like, a couple of boxes of, like, ray gun parts, there's th- three boxes of, like, taxidermy. Oh, okay, so you do uh, have, like, there's a, there's
0: a the process mousse-tick. when you first get stuff, oh, yep. you yeah. cur- curate do. it into what they could oh, possibly top, yeah. be early on.
2: Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like Henry Ford's um, assembly line, you know, I, like pick a part, I go down and I, I find an interesting body part and then I, I go to my box of like robot heads that I've sorted sorted out and uh, yeah, uh, I find something that's like in, in, in the same sort of ilk or it sort of matches the same sort of um, aesthetic or yeah. the same. And it's got to be the right size and shape for the for the actual character that's emerging, you know.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, I I can't imagine how much. Well, it must be huge fun, but it must be so difficult sometimes. Um, kind of putting one thing with another thing, because in their original inca- in, 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 in their original incarnation, try saying that quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've got doorknobs and, uh, Mm. you know, all sorts of random stuff that had, would have had no relation to each other at all. Yeah. But you put them together in a way which not only works, but, Mm. you know, they, they, become a almost like a living entity you know they have a personality and you know, as i said before the these things could all quite happily live in the same little universe you know and, yeah. uh, and d- does that just happen is it trial and error you've done it so many times Now it just kind of happens organically or do you have a a plan in your head and then you, s- you kind of hunt through your horde to try and find stuff that fits that vision
2: um i have a plan I have a master plan for world domination. No, I, I, my plan is I, 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 I seem to, I'm, I'm quite strict with myself now. I just, I, I mean, I don't just collect any old metal rubbish. Some people assume that I do. Everything that I collect has to be like just exactly right. It has to be 1950s or 1960s and it has to be like metal and it's got to have a certain look and a patina about it, you know. Otherwise, you know, I'm just like wasting my money, wasting my time. You know, everything that I do have in my workshop is of a certain age and it's got a certain look and it's, it's, it's like a beautiful piece of old metal to me. But to anybody else, it is like, you know, it's just like an old piece of inanimate yeah. rubbish that probably belongs in the scrapyard where I found it, you know.
0: So there is quite a lot of sifting before you even add stuff to your, uh, you know, your relics box, as, as it were. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, and this is going to be the worst segue in, in radio history, um, <laughs> finding stuff sometimes must be like uh, finding a needle in a haystack, Ooh, which, yeah, which just, just happens to be the title of the, the next <laughs> the next song you've chosen.
2: That's, that's, that's a great, great segue, Link.
0: Yeah, so this is the, the, the wonderful Velvelex. That's that's not a good name for a band, is it? But they were sensational. You
2: need to turn it right up.
0: Yeah, this is a real kind of uh, northern soul, Lake Motown stomper, isn't it? This is a classic one. A bit of a kind of a cross-section of stuff. Why this one? Why this song? Um, it It was stuck on my
2: car stereo for, like, ages, and it kept on coming through, and every time it came on, it's like part of like a Motown compilation, but every time this came on, I just turned it right up and it's such a great song for driving too. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So just thank you so much for coming on again, mate. Um,
2: uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for the invite.
0: Oh, it's, a ple- it's, it's an absolute pleasure. Anyone that's in and around Auckland from the 14th to 20th of October, pop down to Ponsonby Central, check it out. Um, you know, take the kids because it's your stuff is massively entertaining. Hmm. Um, I can highly recommend investing in one of your pieces because they are only going to increase in value for sure. At some yeah. point, you're going, to, uh, you're, you're going to get international notoriety, not well, oh, it's shit. when you trigger them all and all the robots come alive and take over the universe but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know I, it's uh, they're they're wonderful to see and it'll be you know this it's, it's, it's world visiting so possibly central october the 14th yes. to the 20th uh, if not check out check out the website buggyrobot.com so thanks again for coming on mate and uh, oh, we'll, we'll, I'll I'll see you at the show <laughs>
1: Retrogasmic.
0: That brings us to the end of another show. Another huge thanks to uh, Martin the Robot Man for telling us all about his amazing creative process. Definitely get along to one of his shows or check out his website. His stuff is is, is fantastic. If you love the whole retro kind of science fire thing, it, it's it's great. Don't forget check out our lovely sponsor, Rosemary.nz. She's a fabulous lady, she's got a fantastic selection of materials, and she will make you a fantastic shirt. She's moving into a new house soon, apparently, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, creative juices flow out of the new location. Uh, Apologies for uh, not getting round to the B-movie review again. We've had a few technical problems, to say the least, in fact, um... Uh, don't tell anybody but we had to do the interview with Martin twice he was actually in the studio live and we recorded almost half an hour of of chat and bajapery and malarkey and then the computers crashed and we had a little power cut out here in the countryside and all the files were corrupted so we had to do it again but never mind We will prevail. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, Do the lovely iTunes review thing. Um, Give it a share. Give it a like. Uh, Don't forget we're on Spotify as well. And we will see you next time. Bye.